I'm Joe Duffy, CEO of PicksDepot.com, our brand new website where we're going to focus on the best U.S. sports books and, of course, the top handicappers in the country. Please follow me on Twitter at PicksDepot and make sure if you do like our videos, which you certainly should, please literally like them if you're watching on YouTube. This is being simulcast on, of course, plenty of platforms. Please feel free to comment, ask any questions and spread the word, and most importantly, subscribe. On this report, I'm going to take a look at some of my best futures bets for the 2021 and 2022 NFL season. Now, before I get to the specific bets, I want to tell you a little bit about my strategy. First of all, when you're talking about, and in this report, it's going to be about NFL over-unders in terms of wins. Strength of schedule can be a little bit dicey because you're asking to look maybe nine and ten weeks into the schedule and then guess which teams are the biggest disappointments and the biggest busts and whether or not they're going to have injuries. So I weigh strength of schedule more lightly than most people would in part because strength of schedule is definitely taken into account when the odds are made. But I really think that is probably the least scientific part of really predicting whether a team is going to go over or under those wins. I always start with guys who touch the ball. Of course, you want to have great offensive linemen. Of course, you want to have a tremendous defense. But the key to winning, I'm sorry, it does start with the quarterback. And then the wide receivers, tight end, and running backs. And yeah, I know running backs aren't nearly as important when I first started handicapping professionally back in 1988. But I'm sorry, the biggest uh, disappointments and the biggest bust are usually the ones with the quarterbacks that either exceed their expectations or go below it. And then after that, guys who do touch the ball. It's very rare that a quarterback lives up to performance and they still are disappointing or surprising teams. Although you could argue that the team closest to where I'm broadcasting this from the Atlanta Falcons might be the exception to the rule. They do have one of the league's premier quarterbacks, but haven't really, at least in recent years, lived up to expectations. Also, disappointing teams from the previous season tend to be the ones that come into this season overvalued, and obviously teams that exceeded expectations the previous season are often the ones that come into this season overvalued. We take that into consideration. So my first pick for the 2021 2022 NFL season when it comes to over-unders in wins from PicksDepot.com is the LA Rams to go under the 10 wins. Matt Stafford, it's no secret, I've always known that he was an overrated quarterback, and quite frankly, I've been all right. I've been uh, right about that. Yeah, I do think there is a possibility of a honeymoon period and quite possible even the best bet here would be to wait till the Rams get off to a decent start and maybe that total goes up. I think it's going to be kind of similar to the way Cam Newton was with the Patriots last year. Remember, he started out looking like he was going to be the answer and then there was a point of diminishing return. Matt Stafford is another one of these quarterbacks that has the tremendous arm, but he's not a very good quarterback. The reason that his teams are always busts, Matt Stafford needs to look in the mirror. I saw this when he was in college. He made bad decisions when games were on the line. He was able to take victory, or he was able to take defeat from the jaws of victory, and then he's been doing that in the NFL. The Rams are overrated. They were heisted 
in that trade. They also lost a ton on defense. Again, I didn't say that defense is irrelevant. I just said that defense is something that I'm not going to weigh um, quite as heavily as I am going to be the guys that touch the ball. But Brockers, Johnson, Hill, all the pressures on Matt Stafford, and, and frankly, Stafford hasn't handled the pressure. Now, I don't question his mental toughness and his physical toughness. I know he's been through so much with his wife. I have not. I mean, I respect the man, and I respect him as a family man, and I know he does take a beating. He's In many respects, he's like Jeff George. Physical toughness is, is one thing, but as far as his ability to perform in big games and as far as his production matching his talents, no, he does constantly make bad decisions. And Matt Stafford, by the way, as an aside, and this is really important, Stafford's been a guy that, if you know, the truth is I don't really do as much live betting maybe as I should. By the time the games start, I'm like, you know, I like to go out to a sports bar with my friends, although last year with the play, watched everything uh, from home. And a lot of my software, my software, my systems, my models are based on full games. But when I do mess around, Matt Stafford is one of these guys that I like to say is predictably unpredictable. If Stafford falls behind in a game, he's a great bet on the live line. If he takes a big lead in a game, he's a great bet to fade because Stafford can look like a all-pro quarterback one quarter, and then he could look like a second stringer the next quarter. So he's one of those guys. And also when it comes to my ATS handicapping, we've talked about that and some other videos that I've done with a previous website. We'll talk about it more in future videos. Also, Sean McVay, he's typical of, you know, give me talent and I'll coach him up. That's why he's overvalued. That people think that Sean McVay is a genius, but you know why people thought Sean McVay was a genius? Because he was able to turn around Jared Goff. Jared Goff had that a rookie year, there was a disappointment. Then McVay took over, and all of a sudden, Goff looked like he was one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Then Goff regressed under this alleged genius. So I think people are expecting that this marriage between McVay and Stafford is going to be somehow magical. I don't believe it. If he was that great of a coach, Jared Goff would still be one of the top uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, again, because I do think there is going to be a honeymoon period. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams get off to a decent start, but I think they're going to continue to drop down. But still, my official bet for this report is the Rams to go under the 10 wins. Also from Picks Depot, well, you could have predicted this. The Detroit Lions over the five. And yeah, it's a little confusing. You know, I'm. it's a little bit tough for me to make this mental adjustment. I'm thinking Detroit Lions, that's Matt Stafford's quarterback of the Detroit Lions, right? Well, no, of course, the, the Lions got the better part of this trade. They had five wins last year, but of course they have that extra game this season. Jared Goff, much like Matt Stafford, new life. And we saw what happened the last time Jared Goff had new life. He had a fantastic season where he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And now all of a sudden he went from, you know, the guy that uh, people love McVay because of Jared Goff. Now he became McVay's scapegoat. Anthony Lynn is the offense coordinator. He loves going out of the shotgun, which is where Goff really excelled in college. Um, and also has to be a coaching upgrade here. Matt Patricia, another in a long line of these Bill Belichick assistants who were terrible as a head coach. This is addition by subtraction. The Detroit Lions no longer have Matt Patricia as a coach. Matt Patricia, I doubt if he'll get another chance at a head coach, although he's, he's young enough. He may somewhere along the lines, but again, addition by subtraction. A new coach, 
new players. They're going to have the element of surprise. Some new life. Definitely like Detroit over the five wins at Picks Depot. Again, follow me on Twitter at Picks Depot. Chicago Bears to go under the seven and a half wins. The Bears had six wins as underdogs last year. No other team had more than four. So they weren't quite as good as the record last year. That's why I think they definitely come into here overvalued. Also, Andy Dalton's going to start the year as their starting quarterback. He's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Justin Fields, who may take over before the year's out, not totally sold on him. He kind of has that Sam Darnold ability when the game is on the line to throw big interceptions. Yes, he had the one fantastic game against Clemson his senior year. But remember, Clemson the previous year, he made some big mistakes. And then in the national championship game, granted it was against Alabama, he had some mistakes there. So I'm not completely sold on uh, Justin Fields. He's a work in progress. I do think that Andy Dalton's going to be their starter for most of the year. And like I said, Andy Dalton is at best like the 25th, 26th, 27th best quarterback in the league, or he's a he's either a good backup or a terrible starter. So Chicago under the 7.5. The Dallas Cowboys also from Picks Depot to go under the 9.5 wins. Um, all right, this is going to be somewhat controversial, but... Don't let your politics get in the way of the facts. The Cowboys have a low vaccination rate, especially with this uh, Delta variant. I think they're going to have players that are going to miss a lot of time being in the COVID protocol. Uh, franchise quarterback Dak Prescott, he's returning from a brutal injury. And remember, Prescott clearly won the job from Tony Romo when he uh, took over for Romo's injury. But the truth is, at best, Prescott's been in a holding pattern since then. It looked like Dak Prescott was going to be the next one, clearly was on his way to being a franchise quarterback, and he's been kind of so-so since. Uh, Prescott hasn't shown anything to me that he is ready to take that next step and become one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and again, that was a horrific injury. Those of you who watched it, I watched it live. This is really a tough injury to come from. So many quarterbacks have struggled to come back from injuries, and it may take him another year or so. So Dallas is one of these teams that on paper, yeah, I know the wide receiving core is pretty impressive. A lot of um, people who I respect have them as the first, second, or third best receiving core in the NFL. Although, you know, you might be able to argue that they're a little bit overrated. Still, a, without question, one of the elite receiving cores. But again, coming back from an injury, a quarterback that really hasn't progressed the way that we expect it in Dallas is perennially a major disappointment. They never seem to match their expectations, and there might be a reason for that, because they are America's team. They're generally going to be overvalued. So again, Dallas under the 9.5. Remember, also like the Chicago Bears under the 7.5. These are win totals, of course. Detroit to go over the 5. LA Rams to go under the 10. I do know a it's not going to be an official pick from me. Respected opinion. Um, almost talked me into the Pittsburgh Steelers to go under the uh, total this year. That's not an official pick for me. Please, again, follow us at PicksDepot.com. That's the place to go for the best picks. We're hoping to add a bunch of vetted U.S.-based sports books there. The handicappers that go back to the score phone days, 1980. My picks have been public since 1988 on the score phone days. And most importantly, please like, subscribe, 
comment if you're following us on uh, YouTube, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts.